Julie and Matt here with another great resource from one of our friends. Parents, do you ever wonder how to teach your little ones about missionaries? Go tell everyone. Nine Missionaries Who Shared the Good News shows kids how missionaries throughout history have obeyed Jesus' command to tell everyone. This interactive board book introduces nine different missionaries such as Lottie Moon, Adoniram Judson, and Lilius Trotter. And it tells about the countries where they served. Ultimately, Go Tell Everyone helps kids understand that anyone can tell everyone about Jesus. To learn more, visit GoTellEveryoneBook.com. Again, that's GoTellEveryoneBook.com. listening to God's Big Story, a podcast for kids. Every week we teach the Bible, sing the Bible, and talk about what it means with a friend or two. I'm your host, Julie, and I'm here with my co-host, Matt. Ciao, good friends. Matt, you're covered in flour. Did a bakery explode on you? Uh, kind of. I really wanted to do something nice for my granny, and I felt inspired by our baker friend. So I thought I would bake granny's favorite ciabatta bread as a surprise for when I see her today. But I had a little bit of trouble. Uh-oh. What happened? Well, I was trying my hardest to read the recipe while holding the bowl, sifting the flour, and warming up the oven, and, well, it was just too much. All of a sudden, I was lying on the floor with a bowl on my head surrounded by a cloud of flour. <laughs> so did you just have to leave everything where it was and rush right over here? By the time I dug myself out of all the flour, it was time to record. So, yep. I just left a great big mess. But you know what the worst part is? I didn't get to bake my granny's favorite bread. Man, she would have been so excited. Oh, Matt, I wish you would have asked me for help. I would have rushed right over. It would have been so great to serve you as you tried to serve your granny. It's so fun helping people. You're right. I should have called you. And it is fun to help people, which is kind of weird because sometimes it takes a lot of effort to help people. And lots of times, you don't even get anything for it. You know who I always see helping and serving people? Who? Church people. When I go to church, I see people helping in the nursery, greeting people when they walk in, teaching classes, serving communion. Preaching the sermon, leading the songs, reading scripture, parking cars. Whoa! That is a long, long list, Matt, and I think we could keep going. It's kind of funny that we're talking about this because today's question is, who is a minister? And I think the answer is more than just the person who preaches the sermon. All of these questions we've been asking, what is baptism, what is communion, what is sermon, what is worship? They've all been so helpful, Julie. I really think I understand more about the church than I ever did. Gosh, me too, Matt. How about for today, we cut right to the chase and talk to a minister who can help us answer today's question. Who is a minister? Great idea. Let's go. Did someone say minister? Why? It's our good friend, Heather. She's a minister. Welcome to the show, Heather. Thanks for having me, Julie and Matt. So Julie and I are trying to learn more about our local church, and we'd like to know if you can help us answer the question, who is a minister? Yeah, like at our church, some people are called minister, like you, and some people aren't called ministers, but they do what is called ministry. So what's the difference? I'm impressed. 
You and your listeners are wise to ask such important questions. It's good for you to know how your church works and who works at your church. So who exactly is a minister? Ah, this is so fun. Okay, so you're exactly right in saying some people are called ministers and some people do ministry. But really, they are all the same thing. The answer is that everyone who loves and trusts Jesus is a minister. A minister is someone who attends to the needs and wants of others. At church, ministers attend to or help others in the name of Jesus. They minister out of an overflow of their heart. They know God has given them all things in Jesus so they can freely minister to others. So let me see if I understand. Some people work for the church and some people volunteer. But everyone who loves and trusts Jesus is a minister. That's right, Matt. Some ministers work at the church all the time. And some work at the church when they're there, doing a specific role. For example, some ministers work hard during the week preparing for Sunday services, while others come to the Sunday services and do the work the other ministers have prepared. Seems like everyone would want to work at the church all the time. It's so fun helping others. You know, Julie, it is fun to help others, but it's also a calling from God to do so. Not everyone has been called by God to work at the church. We need people who love Jesus working all over, in every area of our society, and some people are called to work at the church. And God is so good to send people all over the place to be ministers. Heather, this has been so helpful. Thanks so much for joining us and sharing what you know. Of course. I hope this helps you learn even more as you hear today's story from the Bible. Our story today comes from the Bible. The Bible is God's true word. It is from God and about God, and it is true. So let's pray and ask God to help us listen and understand his word. God, thank you for your word. Thank you for Jesus, who is the truth, and for the Holy Spirit, who helps us understand who you are and what you have done. In Jesus' name, amen. Now raise your hand if you remember learning about Paul's missionary journeys with us in season two. If your hand isn't raised, no worries. You can always go back and listen. In episode 11, we talked about Paul's journey to Ephesus. Paul, who was a disciple or follower of Jesus, was sent by Jesus to tell other people the good news about him. Someone who tells other people in other places the good news about Jesus or the gospel truth is also called a missionary. When Paul visited Ephesus, many people came to love and trust Jesus and a church was born. Paul stayed with the people and church in Ephesus for two years and he loved them very much. After that, about eight years later, Paul wrote the church at Ephesus a letter. Remember, the people at that time didn't have phones or computers, so they wrote letters to one another when they weren't in the same place. And Paul and the church at Ephesus definitely weren't in the same place when Paul wrote this letter. Paul was in prison. And even from prison, Paul loved the church and had many things he wanted to say to the people in Ephesus. Part of what he wanted to share with them is how the church should care for one another. Paul reminds the church that they were given to each other as brothers and sisters in Christ. And they each have been given gifts which were meant to be used to serve each other. So let's get an even closer look by reading from the Bible. If you're at home, open up your Bible with me. Our story today can be found in the New Testament, the book of Ephesians, chapter 4, verses 11 through 13. 
I'll give you a moment to find it. Ephesians 4, 11 through 13. Remember, it's okay to ask for help if you need it. And if you don't have a Bible with you right now, that's okay too. You can just listen closely. Okay, is everyone ready? Ephesians 4, 11 through 13 says, And he gave the apostles, the prophets, the evangelists, the shepherds, and teachers to equip the saints for the work of ministry, for building up the body of Christ until we all attain to the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God. Paul is saying each person has been given a gift by God to serve the church. In other words, when we all work together as the church, we build each other up and we build God's kingdom. That's right. Some are shepherds or ministers. The ministers of the church equip or train the church members to do the work of ministry. Ministers make ministers. Let's keep reading our passage because Paul is going to tell us why it's important that the church builds each other up. Ephesians 4 verses 15 and 16 says, Speaking the truth in love, we are to grow up in every way into him who is the head, into Christ, from whom the whole body, joined and held together by every joint with which it is equipped, when each part is working properly, makes the body grow so that it builds itself up in love. So Paul says the church is like a body and every church member is a different part of the body and Christ is the head. When everyone uses their gifts to serve one another as part of the body, the whole body grows in love. Think about your body. Your arms and legs and heart and tongue are all doing different things, but they have to work together to make your whole body work. And your head tells the body parts how they work. So Paul is helping us understand how the church should work by using the example of the body. And everyone has a different job to do, but Christ is the head. He tells each part how it should work through the Holy Spirit. When all the parts work together, or when all the church members work together, the church grows in love. Some serve the church by working at the church, and others serve the church by using their gifts when they're at the church. All followers of Jesus minister to everyone, everywhere, by serving the needs and wants of others and then pointing them to Jesus, their biggest need of all. Hey, parents, are you looking for an inspiring read for your little ones? Well, we've got something special for you. Introducing Kids in the Bible, a storybook Bible about God's children. This new book by Caroline Saunders features a collection of 33 captivating stories from the Bible, all centered around kids just like yours. Ever wondered about the adventures of young Miriam, Samuel, or even a certain young Jesus? Kids in the Bible takes you on a journey through the lives of these remarkable children, showcasing how God's big plans unfold through even the smallest of us. Each story is a treasure trove of courage, faith, and the boundless love of God. Whether it's a young warrior's bravery or a girl who defies death or the miraculous journey of a baby who changed the world forever, there's something for every young heart to connect with. So parents, if you want your kids to discover the wonders of the Bible in a fun and engaging way, visit kidsinthebiblebook.com today. Let your little ones be a part of God's special plan to bless the world.
You just heard God's word. Now let's play a game to see what you've learned. We call it Five Second Fly Through Review. That's right. And our minister friend Heather is back to play the game with us. Tell us how to play, Heather. All right. I'm going to ask you five questions and you'll have five seconds to think of the answer. When the timer runs out, let's shout out our answers together and see if you got it right. Okay, everyone. Are you ready? Here we go. Okay. Question number one. True or false? A minister is a helper of people. True. True. Great. Question number two. True or false? Everyone in the church has the same job. False. God gives each person different gifts. To serve the church. Exactly. Question number three. People who work at the church are called... Ministers. Excellent. Question number four. All people who love and trust Jesus are called... Ministers. Wow. Last question. Question number five. When everyone uses their gifts to serve the church, the church is built up in... Love. How did you do? Did you learn something new about God today from the Bible? Or were you reminded of something good, true, or beautiful that you already knew? Well, we hope so, but now it's time to live like it's true. This week, serve someone without expecting anything in return. Maybe bake a nice, warm loaf of bread and take it to a friend or neighbor or granny in need. As we finish our time together, let's worship God through a song that reminds us that the church is God's family. Our God is wise, generous, loving, and good, and changing. Creator, provider, holy, just, and glorious. Sovereign, compassionate, and merciful, attentive, and faithful, almighty, worthy, refuge, our deliverer. Our God is wise, generous, loving, and good, and changing. Creator, provider, holy, just, and glorious. Sovereign, compassionate, and merciful, attentive, and faithful, almighty, worthy, refuge, our deliverer. God is worthy, only He deserves all glory. He is refuge, He is my place of safety. Oh, 
for listening to God's Big Story. Today's story was just one of the stories in the Bible, which is really just one big story about one big God. If you'd like to read more about Paul's letter to the church at Ephesus, you can turn to Ephesians chapter 4 anytime and read it together as a family, maybe over dinner. For more information or resources from this episode, check out the show notes. Tune in next time to God's Big Story. We'll see you again real soon. Bye.